Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored, where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Hello, Rahasia Uncensored here once again on the BBS Radio Show. You can always catch my podcast on bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. And you can always catch me also on Rumble, which is rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasi Uncensored. And of course, YouTube lets me uh, post there once in a while if I don't get too truthful uh, at uh, youtube.com forward slash Lotus Guide. And that's how you can catch me. I'm a little bit tangled up with my words today because, you know, I'm, I'm going to be talking pretty much off the top of my head about something that I find very interesting. And I think you will too, because as I've been looking out into the world and I don't know, seeing what's going on, I, I can see the people that's causing a lot of problems. Uh, somehow we've let all the idiots and morons rise to the top. Um, the Fauci's, the Gates, the Trudeau's. I mean, they're all obviously insane, narcissistic, pathological liars. Uh, Saki, uh, the spokesperson for Biden, I, that's all she can do is lie. I, I don't think she would be able to say the truth. If it was right in front of her, there's something mixed up in her mind, which is what we're going to talk about. Now, this is going to be uh, controversial, I'm sure. Uh, the, for those of you that's watching me, the picture in the background is, uh, this is the gin, J-I-N-N, that the in Islam they talk about. These are interdimensional uh, creatures, beings that comes from another dimension that we can't point to, but it's they're from this other dimension. Now, they've been warning us about the jinn for 1,400 years, something like that. But you can go back even further to the Gnostics. The Gnostics are warning us about the Archons. Archon, um, these are interdimensional beings, and the, the Gnostics even map out where some of these beings are from, the dimensions and the planetary dimensions that they're from. Now you can go back even further and there's plenty of uh, situations all the way back through recorded history. Of course with Christianity you have the demons, the demonics, the Satan, Lucifer, they're all sort of interdimensional um, and they've been warning us about these creatures. I just recently uh, reviewed a book. I'll show you the book. Here's the book. It's called Wetiko. 
Healing the Mind Virus That Plagues Our World. And uh, it's by Paul Levy. And I, I'm going to be interviewing him for a, a show pretty soon, maybe even my next show. Because this is so important. Trust me, what we're going to be talking about on this podcast right now, I think is some of the most important information that I've come across and put together with all of this. Because this has to do with our DNA. Now, what does DNA have to do with anything with interdimensional beings? Well, think about it. The... Um, Let's go ahead and say it because I'm going to post this on Rumble and BBS. They're pretty good about not censoring the so-called vaccinations, which is actually being called a jab because it's not a vaccination. It's a DNA treatment upgrade through the RNA. Uh, listen to Dr. Malone. Um, Joe Rogan got in a lot of trouble by interviewing this guy. Dr. Malone created the mRNA uh, procedure, the treatment. And it's not even for what they're using it for. It's, it's very, very dangerous. And I think we're starting to see that because of all the deaths coming out, the funeral homes speaking out, the, the insurance companies are saying that there's a 40% rise in all the deaths combined. Uh, if it was 10%, traditionally that would be in a year with a world war or some major catastrophic event this is four times worse than that uh, like I say funeral home directors uh, even the Bayer's websites reporting over 20,000 deaths and uh, almost 2 million adverse effects and traditionally if you look on their website the Bayer's website Traditionally, doctors and researchers will tell you that's probably 1% because most go unreported. Doctors and nurses, they, a lot of them, they don't even know about the Bayer's reporting website. And if they do, they don't want to spend two hours filling out the paperwork. So all of this is coming out. And we could really get into that, but there's a lot of people getting into this that's doing a really good job. What I would like to get into is the deeper aspect of what is causing this to happen. Now, I've written several articles. They're on Substack, uh, the Rossi Uncensored portion of Substack. But you can also go to lotusguide.com, click on articles, put in Rahasia, and you'll pull up all of my articles there. Uh, we've called it mass hysteria. We've called it collective insanity. We've called it lynch mobs. We've called it a lot of names, but something happens to the collective uh, consciousness when you get enough people uh, to go crazy, basically. But it's even deeper than that. With, with the Jinn, with the Archons, and the Wetiko, Wetiko basically is a Native American term, means cannibalism, as in cannibalizing another person's soul or spirit. Now, we've been warned about this for so long. I mean, so long. I don't know why it is we can't start paying attention right now. Uh, I heard Joe Rogan say the other day, he was talking about The Turk. Uh, it used to be a pretty good podcast. Uh, the Turk, I was listening to him a few years ago, and he was pretty good, actually. Then all of a sudden, he changed. I mean, suddenly. Uh, 
it got on Alex Jones' case really weird. Like even Alex Jones is going, "What the hell is with this guy?" You know, he, he's changed. Joe Rogan said, "Yeah, he's changed," and it's it's in a weird kind of a way. And I think if we look out, how many times have have you watched a politician for all the best reasons? Uh, this is the reason local politicians are your best bet to try to get them to do something for the people. Because once they've been in it for a while, I, I truly, and I hate to use the word believe, uh, because that's, you know, could be, could not be. But based on a lot of observation and thousands of years of warnings from indigenous tribes, from the Gnostics, the Essenes, the, the Islam faith, and you can go all the way back to the Garden of Eden. We, we were warned about the snake in the garden. Now, what what is symbolic of the snake in the garden? It's the spiral, the same uh, thing they use in medical now. That is the DNA. I am really to the point, I hate the word, you use the word conclusion, but I am to the point where I've almost reached the conclusion that we are under attack, a spiritual attack. And maybe this is what, in the Bible, they talk about the final, the final war between good and evil. Maybe planet Earth is the line in the sand where the universe has said, no more. Now, this is, gets into reptilians and... I know that I just lost a bunch of you maybe with reptilians, but uh, I think the people that's really well-versed and well-informed, that probably piques your uh, curiosity more because we know that there is a reptilian influence on this planet, and there has been for thousands of years. A snake is a reptile. So we can go over this and over this and over this, and really when it gets down to it, we have to take it seriously that historically people have come together for whatever reason through a higher consciousness and went, oh my God, we're being attacked by interdimensional beings. Now, I know even as I say that, I know this sounds so crazy to so many people, but I regret to tell you, I don't think it's crazy at all. Uh, matter of fact, I think it's getting to the point where it'd be crazy not to really start looking at this. Now, you might be asking right now, okay, if we're being attacked by interdimensional beings, how do they get in at, to us as individuals? Eventually, that leads over, bleeds over to a collective planetary awareness, which I think we can see right now that at least half the planet has gone insane. Bat shit, crazy, insane. This has reached a point where, like Trudeau in Canada, the, these, these truckers up there were doing something really great, peaceful, lovingly. And that's the key word here too, by the way. We'll get into this in a second. So how do these interdimensional beings get into us? Yeah, I've given this a lot of thought. Um, if you look at all the scriptures and all the Buddhist writings, the Vedic literature, they all talk about the same thing. Um, the Hindus talk about it like 
on the battlefield in the Bhagavad Gita, um, it, it is clear that the worst thing we can do is fight an enemy on its level of consciousness. Because to fight on that level of consciousness, we have to become worse than it and more barbaric. If there's a monster outside right now, I, to go out there and fight that monster on the monster level, I have to become more of a monster. And by the time the battle is over, I have sort of become what I was fighting. Right now, we have a globalist monster. And to fight that on its level, which it wants us to do, by the way, it'll draw out all of the military and everything else. And I know we all have our, I don't, we all have our guns, and um, but these people have tanks and rockets and bombs, and they're already putting nuclear weapons back on the table. So the only way that these these archons, the Witiko, the Jin, the only way that they can get into you personally is through lower vibrational energy created by fear, worry, aggression, greed. All of the negativity that we see in the world, uh, if it leads, if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, this has been around for a long time. People don't like to watch the news if it's just all really good, good news. Um, so they bombard us with negativity. And if they can get you to the point to where you want to just choke some of these people, you're opening yourself up to the Witiko. You're opening yourself up at that vibrational level. Now, could this be why um, people like Jesus said, love your enemy, turn the other cheek? Could it be that the only way we're going to win this war, and I use the term war uh, cautiously, is the only way we're going to win this is with love and forgiveness? Not for them, but for us, as a collective us on this planet. Could it be that if we can hold the vibration of love, forgiveness, peace, compassion, empathy, just like the truckers have been doing in Canada, it's, a, it's really amazing. And if you want to see what's going on up there, forget your news if you're watching CNN. There's a bunch of lying, deceitful child molesters. I mean, I think three or four people now have been arrested there, top-level people. Um, what can I tell you? Uh, MSNBC, uh, Rachel Maddow, and all these weird, weird people, they're not telling you what's going on. To do that, you have to go to someplace like Newsmax, uh, OAN News, One American News, uh, you can pull up Glenn Beck. They still let him talk on YouTube. Um, ben Shapiro's pretty good. He talks like a machine gun. A kid is quick. Um, the Dave Rubin Show report, that's pretty good. But watch these other, start seeing what's going on. You can still catch Joe Rogan on Spotify. Um I really highly suggest you get out and do some research because if you're just watching corporate media news, 
well, you're probably not listening or watching this for one, but if by chance you've stumbled onto this, um, you've got to get out there and do your research. And once again, getting back to the Wetiko, the Jen, the Archons, and, and the reptilian influence, how many people have you heard of in prison doing life for murder that are, are genuinely saying, you know what, I don't even remember doing it. And all of their family and their friends are just totally surprised how they could do that. Why is it that we're going into this, I mean, a satanic ritualistic state? Look what Alex Jones caught with the uh, Bohemian Grove a few years back. These people are doing um, sacrifices of babies. And when they were caught at it, they said, well, yeah, we, we do do that, but it's just a, a doll baby. It's not real. But do we really want our uh, political leaders going into the forest up outside of San Francisco, running around naked and sacrificing uh, little doll babies to the god ball? Uh, I don't think so. And they've all been there. They're all going there. This is part of the club. Uh, the Bohemian Club, I guess you might call it. But this is part of the club. And this is where they're, they're doing a lot of their plans. The Council on Foreign Relations, the World Economic Forum. Th this has all been going on for years, but we're just now hearing about it because we're at the end of the game. And now they have to push. They have to push hard. Why do you think up in Canada, horses are running over people? I seen a horse run over this one lady and she was in her little electric cart, you know, she, she like an electric wheelchair. Uh, they're beating people up. And these are people there peacefully protesting. They unblocked the bridge. I, I still see on CNN where they're saying that they're blocking commerce. It's, it's all lies, just complete lies. You know what? I'm, I'm going to play a, a quick video here for you. It'd give you an idea because uh, people are talking about this. Like I say, I'll, I'll uh, interview Paul Levy too. That'd be a good interview. But listen to this. Now, this is Dr. Malone. He's the one that got Joe Rogan in trouble because he supposedly was spreading false information. But, you know, if you want to hear some fake news and false information, I mean, everything that they're talking about now there was a time earlier when I got kicked off of YouTube for talking about it, like the virus coming from the Wuhan lab. That was a got me kicked off like immediately. Now they're talking about it because the, there's overwhelming evidence. Uh, it was a no-no to talk about it as far as the vaccination. You couldn't spread it or you could spread it and it doesn't protect you. Uh, that got me kicked off once. But now we know it. You take the vaccination, which I use the term loosely, um, you'll spread it, you'll get it. Matter of fact, I have a good friend that spot, got COVID twice after having the vaccination and right after he got the booster. Um, like I say, do, you, do some of your research. Now, this is, this is from a channel on YouTube called Inspired Channel. I love these guys. I mean, they're, they're doing so much good. And um, when for the fact I get really busy with my magazine, which is lotusguide.com up here in Northern California, 
I'd probably be out there doing things like this. I'd much rather be talking about other things too, by the way. But right now, this is just way too important. If we don't use our sphere of influence to start spreading the word. This is nine minutes, but I, I, it's well worth the listen. My name is Robert Malone, and I'm a United States-based physician and scientist. These are my truths, and I believe they're self-evident. We all stand on the shoulders of giants. The simple truths are what matter most. Honest words spoken from the heart can change the world. It's my opinion that we should not have politicized the public health response to SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19. And Justin Trudeau should have focused on managing the actual ground truth of COVID-19 instead of following the script provided to him by the leadership of the World Economic Forum. I'm a physician and a scientist, and I'm highly trained and experienced in developing vaccines and other medicines. But I've also been a carpenter, a farmhand, and I still work my farm. I drive a GMC dually diesel flatbed, a Kubota farm tractor, and can run a skid loader or drive a team of percher on horses. By the original meaning, I am a teamster. And I'm speaking to my friends and colleagues who've shown enormous courage, the truckers of Canada. I come to you with an open heart and committed to healing and bringing three simple words. Integrity, dignity, and community. These are three simple words that ring like bells in the souls of honest people. I come to tell you that we are seeing shocking signals of desperation from our opponents. Benito Mussolini, who created fascism in the 20th century, once said fascism should more properly be called corporatism, since it's the merger of the state and corporate power. Now remember what happened to Mussolini too. They ended up hanging him in the public square in Italy. Uh, these people will have to come to grips with what they've done eventually. Because I, I do believe that love will win in the end. And uh, right now, I, I, I think we're at the end, folks. In the actions of the governments of Ottawa and Canada, we're now able to clearly see the hidden face that was previously not observable of global fascist totalitarianism, by which I mean, as Mussolini defined it, the fusion of corporate power and government power. For the first time, we can clearly see that they're willing and able to collude with Silicon Valley to weaponize the banking system against us and against you. Taking $10 million from a political fundraising campaign is something that most of us could not have imagined two years ago. Clearly, this has backfired because it has exposed to everyone that there is an unnatural coordination between government, the information technology sector, and the banks. And now we have direct video evidence of this collusion from the infamous Zoom call documenting the involvement of the government and mayor of Ottawa in this collusion. 
The censorship is ramping up. More signs of desperation. And our opponents are no longer really trying to justify it. The attacks on Joe Rogan are truly a desperate act. To attack the most beloved media icon in North America has so much downside that I can't believe they're doing it. But again, it shows that they're coordinated. See, I can believe that they're doing it. We, we make a big mistake with these people of thinking that they're smart and powerful. They're not smart. They're actually pretty stupid. I mean, look at Hillary, people like that. They're, they're so stupid that it's unbelievable. They're going to be doing more stupid things real quick now. And the power that they have is symbolic. It's power that we let them have. We have given them the power. And power on their part of the spectrum can be taken back. All we have to do is stop giving it to them. Did you know that Spotify and Moderna share the same number one investor? Bailey Gifford, Asset Management, owns 11.5% of both companies, the largest single shareholder. Moderna, by the way, is has lost 70% of their stock value. Now, this is where money will talk, and the bullshit will truly walk away. Uh, and I think when they walk away, we should chase them down. Shouldn't just let them get away with it. But once these stocks, this is really important. Once these stocks start to fail, which they're doing, Moderna's almost dead in the stock market right now. Pfizer, they have a bunch of other products which is propping them up. But all of this is coming out now about the jab being so toxic and so detrimental to our health and causing myocarditis and all kinds of things. Uh, athletes collapsing on the field. Uh, I've seen a comedian making fun of the anti-vaxxers saying that she was super vaxxed and she's really feeling good. Whoa. And she just, bam, falls down and cracks her head. And later she said, I, I don't even know what happened. I mean, could it be that there is a good force getting these people? I, I've seen a couple of newscasters. Go to band.video and look at some of the things that they have on there that you, you can't get anywhere else. You can't. The high wire is on there. Um, Mike Adams is on there. there there's a, and the Reese report. Look at the Reese report on band.video. He does... I play him every once in a while. He does some really good ones. This strategy has backfired. Joe Rogan is still strong, and the central pharmaceutical and banking system is hated more than ever. So desperate are these conspirators that they now literally have asked the U.S. Department of Defense to commit a felony, changing data in the Defense Medical Epidemiologic Database. Stupidly, it had already been released and was being studied by the medical community. Thank you to Teresa Long and the brave military personnel that pulled these data down and have shared them through a whistleblower act, including with Senator Ron Johnson. Yeah, if you get a chance to watch the Ron Johnson, he's a senator. He had a it's about five hours. I watched about three hours of it. But if you go to YouTube and pull up Ron Johnson uh, vaccination, a few other keywords, it'll pull it up uh, if they haven't taken it off by now. 
And by the way, you can go to lotusguide.com forward slash information warfare. And I, I put a lot of these on that page on our website to make sure because I have time to do the research and I have time to do this, you know, I'm not like some of these poor people out here with four kids, you know, Joe and Mabel just trying to make ends meet. and He's out there working in construction and just coming home and they don't have time to do the things I'm doing right here or some of these other podcasters. I can only do this because I've put myself in a position to where I can do it. And, um, might as well use my time wisely and take advantage of my research. Lotusguide.com forward slash information warfare. But these people were caught with their pants down, changing data after the fact. My guess is that this deserves a criminal investigation. That's the same thing with the Bayer's website. I have, a year and a half ago, I visited the Bayer's website there was almost 20,000 deaths on there. I went back a couple weeks later and there was 9,000. Then it builds up again and they wipe it out and they clear it away. Another thing to check out is the batch results. The batch results of these vaccines, put that in YouTube. You could probably pull it up. If not, you can go to band.video and pull it up. The batch results have come out. And it looks like some of the vaccines were saline solution. I live in a democratic state, so Maybe the people here are, are lucky in that way because they don't seem to be targeting uh, the blue states. They're targeting the red states, believe it or not. And I, know, I know, I know, I know. This sounds really, really uh, conspiratorial, but it is what it is. This will also backfire because now people are personally exposed. And I think they'll either run for the hills or become whistleblowers themselves to cover themselves. Fourth key point about the desperation of our opponents. It's time to end the fake emergency powers that they have used to suspend your constitutional and natural rights. The censoring must stop, and these emergency powers must be rescinded. Integrity is a commitment to truth. What you say, how you live, and how you treat others. St. Augustine, the doctor of the Roman Catholic Church famously said, the truth is like a lion. You don't have to defend it. Let it loose, it will defend itself. Regarding dignity, dignity flows from respect for ourselves, for each other, and for the world we live in. Yeah, I, th I think we can leave it at that. It goes on for a little ways. And like I say, you can, you can watch all these on the YouTube channel. Uh, the Inspired channel on the YouTube channel. And um, they're, they're well worth look, looking at and watching because they do such a good job. And I think he's up in uh, Canada right now uh, doing some on-the-ground reporting there. So I think maybe you're probably starting to see what I'm getting at here. Um, this is a deeper, deeper conflict that I, I think right now we have the opportunity to really look at this and get to the bottom of it. And yeah, okay, we could put them all in jail. We could lock her up. We could take them to a tribunal. We could take them to a, like a Nuremberg trial and we could lock them up, hang them, assassinate them, whatever. 
but it's not going to solve the problem because the Wetiko is still with us. We need to collectively come to the agreement on this planet with everybody else, black and white, Christian, Jew, Muslim, Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. We all have to come to grips with the fact, like uh, John Kennedy once said, you know, we're all breathing the same air. We all want to raise our kids on a safe planet. We can do this. We can all come together in a loving, caring way. And, and I know that some of you might think that that is really being super naive and Pollyanna. No, 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 no. I, we can do this. I, I know we can, and maybe that's why we're all here at this time. We are spiritual warriors, and that's who I'm trying to wake up right now. I'm not trying to wake up the, the sheeple. Uh, there's 30% of the people that they're never going to wake up probably, but 30% of the people are fully awake right now to things that I'm talking about. It's the 40% in the middle. We're trying to wake up the lions, not the sheep. We need to wake up the lions because once we hit that critical mass, it, I don't care how asleep and how stupid, moronic, idiotic you are. If you see that your life is miserable and you see so many people living a good life and happy and kind and loving and caring, it, it will have an effect. Trust me on this. This is a, a short little thing, four minutes. But it gives a good example of what I'm talking about. Seeing Watiko. Greed has made a home of us. We have built walls that displace others. Corporations have wallpapered themselves into the tapestry of daily life. Politicians who sit on screens and promise more of all the things we think we need. We are alone inside of this home of fear, hungry for more, wondering how did we get here? Pathology of greed is eating us from the inside like a cancer. Poverty, war, division, environmental catastrophe, our corners of a home, our children know too well. What earth will they inherit as we consume our way towards a makeshift freedom? Are we too afraid to see? Three Native Americans named Huetico as a cannibalistic entity taking over the mind in an insatiable and lethal embrace. Huetico is characterized as a psychic starvation that leads to an insatiable hunger. Our collective imagination was an open door. Now we pretend our individualistic consumerism is a sign of our strength 
true strength only exists in the embodied presence of interdependence, like that of an old growth forest. Yet we are like fallen leaves. What Tico has spread like a silent disease, causing a deafening collective scream. <laughs> to see what Tico is to dispel its hold on us. Our disconnection is mirrored in the world around us. The violence against each other and this earth is a maddening reality. Are we willing to hold a flame to the hollows of self-deception? The disease of loneliness is spreading like an epidemic. A single tree standing where there was once a forest. Conscious awareness is sunlight to the hidden corners of Huetico. Compassion is the dissolver of Huetico. Awakening from the delusion of separation reveals that in truth, we were never disconnected. We are all interconnected. And I think that's the thing. We're going to have to come to grips with this because we're all connected. And we're, we're connected to these morons too. <clears throat> I mean, some of them are, are so desperately mentally ill that I don't even know how they function, but the ones like that, the the Bidens and the, the vice president, the other name, uh, Kamala. <clears throat> These people are are so sick and dysfunctional. I I wouldn't let either one of them watch my dog, and they're they're making decisions for this country that's affecting the whole planet. You know, I, I was watching, um, it was an interview with uh, Putin, and they were asking Putin about this. He, he says, right now, I, I, have, I, I don't have the desire to go in to the Ukraine. But he says, I'm being surrounded by armies from the, the north and the south. And he says, so naturally, I'm going to put my military on the borders. But... They're telling everybody, Biden's telling everybody, like he was supposed to uh, invade the Ukraine a few days ago. He says, for sure they're going to do it. For sure they're going to do it. It's going to happen at three o'clock. It didn't happen. And the president of Ukraine came out with a joke about it. You know, that's why, what the hell are you people talking about? They're, we're trying to egg them in to a conflict. And now, uh, we're saying that Putin is going to do a false flag event, which he may, may, you know, it's one way to start a war. You know, look how we started the Vietnam War with the Gulf of Tonkin. We started the first war with an assassination of two people that we didn't even know about, you know. Um, the World War II was caused by a, a ship being sunk. And we knew it was going to get sunk. We knew it. Absolutely knew it. 
We do this all the time. I mean, look at 9-11, what that caused. And if you think 9-11 was caused by box-cutting Arabs sitting around in a cave planning this out, well, you're probably not watching this podcast, I guess. But that was a false flag to get us involved in the Middle East. It was all planned out. They, they talked about it a few months before that, the seven different countries that they were going to have conflict with. And it was going to start with a new Pearl Harbor. And there we were again, you know. It just goes on and on and on. And now it's to the point where we can't win a war. You know, if we go to war with Russia, we, we can't win a war with people riding around on camels in the desert. We can't win a war against a bunch of farmers in uh, Vietnam. We can't do it. We're, we're, our military is pitiful, pitiful. And I, and I know there's really good people in the military, and they're saying the same thing. We, it's made not to win. Uh, if, if you send our military in and just let them, you know what, do whatever it takes to win, they would win. But those days have been gone since World War II. Korea, all these, we weren't made to win. These are military-industrial complex situations like Eisenhower explained to us and warned us about. Kennedy said we are surrounded by a monolithic, ruthless conspiracy. We're not listening. And I'm telling you, that's one level. The level that we're talking about on this podcast is the deeper spiritual level that has to do with interdimensional beings. And I, I, I can't get that through to people enough right now. Because if we don't grab it on this level and fight it with love and compassion and empathy and all of the positive feelings that we can come up with, because one, that protects us. That, that is the only way we're going to put these beings out of our lives. They feed on negativity. They feed on fear. And I, I might even go too far and say they are fear. And that is their food. That's the reason fear-mongering is the, the thing that sells with the corporate media right now. And I think they've been taken over. I, I know, I know, I know. God, I know. It sounds so conspiratorial. And I know it probably invalidates so much of what I like to talk about on my podcast, but I can't help it. Um, I, I think these people are taken over by demonic spirits, uh, reptilian entities. Maybe I should play a, a, a quick thing. We don't have much time left, but uh, this is by David Icke. Okay, now this is by David Icke, and um, I, I, you just have to listen to it. And I, I probably won't play the whole thing because I, I want to get back and talk about it more in depth about this. But again, this is from the Inspired Channel. All around the world, you see this recurring theme in different cultures, and it's described in different ways, but exactly the same in theme. We have a force, an expression of this Wotiko, that takes a reptilian form. And the cultures around the world, again and again and again, when they're doing their creation myths, then some kind of reptilian 
lizard-like, snake-like entities are described. So if you take the biblical version, you have Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And Adam and Eve are symbolic of, first of all, what humans were like before what became known as the fall. What the hell was the fall? The way I've seen this is that there was once not something that you'd call human. It was a state of consciousness that was experiencing a world, a frequency band, that was like the one we're experiencing, but on a much higher level of awareness, consciousness, frequency. So things weren't happening in dense matter and, and low, slow frequencies. They were happening at a high frequency. Things were much more ethereal. And that, I think, is what's described as this paradise that went before. And so Adam and Eve were cast out of paradise. What does that mean, I would suggest? They left that frequency level where what we now call humans were, were experiencing. A world of love, of joy, of happiness, of all the things that happen when you get into high frequency states where so much more is possible. And they fell, the fall was down the frequencies into dense matter. And the villain in the Garden of Eden that is said to have been part of this or central to this is the snake. People have to think symbolically. I mean, this is not a snake that can talk. This is symbolic of this reptilian group, not just one person, this reptilian group, these reptilian gods as they were perceived. And they fell down the frequencies, Adam and Eve, symbolic of what's now humanity, because they gained the knowledge of good and evil. What is good and evil? It's polarity. It's the polarity that we, we see in our reality now. That level that we fell from was oneness, it was unity. And we fell into the knowledge of good and evil, the knowledge of polarity, which is what this world is. And my view, and it has been for a lot, a lot of years now, is that what Genesis is describing is the takeover of human perception by this reptilian force. And the God at the start of Genesis that is creating the world is actually an amalgamation to deceive and misdirect of the gods, the reptilian gods. And what's being described is not the creation of the world, but the creation of the simulation, the matrix. And I, I think this is <clears throat> something that it'd be worth doing a whole show on is the, the fact that this probably is some type of a simulation. Uh, to call it a computer simulation would be our monkey minds trying to grasp it with some kind of an analogy, but it's probably so much more complex, um, interdimensionally 
manifesting our reality. And if you can control the way we perceive life, it'll control your reality. And you control your perceptions through words and thoughts and ideas. That's the reason why we have no Hegelian dialectic conversations anymore, where we have two opposing views, we come together, we talk, we synthesize it, come to a higher understanding, look back at our previous oppositional perceptions and go, okay, yeah, now it's grown to this higher level of perception and dissolved the conflict by going to a higher point of consciousness. That's what we should be doing right now, but we're not. They're simply suppressing the other side. They have controlled the media. They've controlled so much of how so many people get their news that that's the only thing they can do. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that, okay, they, they talk about Dr. Malone on the Joe Rogan program. Okay, the obvious way to discredit Dr. Malone would be to have a debate with him, an open debate with Fauci. That's never going to happen, ever. Not, not in their world. Uh, we might drag him into our world. Look what happened with, um, what's his name, the, the doctor on CNN, Sanjay Gupta. He, I, I'm glad he went on the Joe Rogan show, but it was a disaster for CNN and Sanjay Gupta because Joe Rogan called him out, you know, for saying he's taking horse paste to try to heal um, COVID. He was taking ivermectin along with some other things. But uh, CNN just out and out lied. I, it, they didn't spin the truth. They lied, completely lied. And he called uh, Sanjay Gupta basically, hey, you're a liar. Why didn't you catch them? You're the, the medical person on CNN. Why didn't you say anything? And he, he said, well, yeah, we shouldn't have said that. I, I guess I, I should have said something. But then he gets back on CNN within the next few days to spin it around because it was a disaster for CNN. And he takes all, all of it back. You know, it, it, he acted like he was never on the show and never said that. But th these people are liars. You know, <laughs> it, it just doesn't get much crazier than what it is right now. Um, and so when we hear lines like, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. I say what's being described is electromagnetic light, which is basically what this uh, simulation is. And I said just after the turn of the millennium that this is a simulation, and the walls of it, certainly at our level anyway, are the speed of light. And that's important to remember. If this is a simulation, and the speed of light is one of the the parameters, the walls, look what happens when we approach the speed of light. Anomalies, like our, our mass becomes infinite, and with infinite mass, you can't get infinite energy because you need the mass for the, doesn't work. Time slows down, eventually stops. Uh, everything falls apart. There, there's something there in the simulation that keeps us uh, within the parameters of the simulation. And the same thing happens when you're playing a game on the computer. They, they have parameters. And it's all 
gauged by the, the CPU. How fast does that CPU process information? If you process it too much, too fast, well, it stops. It, it'll crash your, it'll crash your computer. So we're running out of time here and I want to play a quick little thing. I don't know if we're going to have time or not, but I'd like to try. Okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but it's important what they bring up. Have you, have you ever noticed that what, what our side is being accused of is exactly what they're doing? Uh, we're accused of false information. They're the, they're the biggest false information alive. Everything's inverted. Evil turned around backwards is live, live. It's an inversion, hanging the cross upside down, the Star of David upside down. Everything is an inversion for these people, the Wetiko. So I want to play a little bit of this. We got a little bit of time left. Let me let me just play a little bit. Here we go. In the movie. I am, written and directed by Tom Shadiak, creator of comedy films such as Ace Ventura and The Nutty Professor. He asks two central questions. What's wrong with the world and what can we do about it? He explores topics such as materialism, human connectedness and scientific concepts related to human nature. Another interesting topic that comes up in the film is a concept called wetiko, a Native American word for cannibal, not of the flesh, but of another's life, destroying them mentally. Wetiko is what the Native Americans attributed to the Europeans' greed and today's institutions such as consumerism, materialism, and even genocide. Let's explore its similarities to the malignant narcissism of today. According to Paul Levy, author of Awakening in the Dream and Dispelling Wetiko, Wetiko disease is an expression of the convincing illusion of the separate self gone wild, bewitched by the intrinsic projective tendencies of their own mind. Full-grown Wetikos are unconsciously doing the very thing they are reacting to while simultaneously accusing other people of doing it. Projecting the shadow onto others, they will accuse others of projecting the shadow onto them. To use an extreme but prototypal example, it is like someone screaming that you're killing them as they kill you. If their insanity is reflected back to them, they think it is the mirror that is insane. Suffering from a form of psychic blindness that believes itself to be sightedness, full-blown Wetikos project out their own unconscious blindness and imagine that others instead of themselves, are the ones who are not seeing. And this lies the problem. Um, I, I think after you've listened to this podcast, I suggest you really watch the news with this information in mind. And keep in mind of all the, the politicians that are have been brought down over the past few years from, for being pedophiles. Uh, right now, think about it. I mean, if you wanted to destroy a country, what would you do? You, you wouldn't come in with military might, not against a military like ours. You would grab a hold of the leadership. You would open up the borders. You would destroy their financial institutions. 
you would turn the public against itself, the vaxxed against the unvaxxed, and Republicans against the Democrats, and it goes on and on to blacks and whites. And I mean, I, I'm classified as a white racist right now, and I don't even have any animosity towards black people at all whatsoever. Uh, matter of fact, it, my dad, back in the 50s, he needed a kidney really, really, really bad. And no one in the family would step up to give him a kidney. But his friend from the Navy, Longy, really great guy, black guy, said, you know what? I'll give you my kidney. And he went to the hospital and he was willing to give him his kidney. Um, something worked out at the last minute where he couldn't. And I'm not too sure what it was, but he was willing to give his kidney to my dad. And that affected me as a 10-year-old, you know. Um, and here was this black man willing to save my dad. And um, there's been numerous times in my life where I've had close relationships with black people. I, I'm not a racist. You know, I, matter of fact, when I see a black person and I just meet a black person, I don't even think, I have to think, oh, yeah, yeah, he's black. Uh, it doesn't enter my mind because I'm looking for the, yes, the content of his character. But we need to wake up, folks. And uh, I'm running out of time. Damn it. So visit my website at uh, lotusguide.com. And you can read all of my articles there. You can read a bunch of we It's an intense website with alternative uh, news about health and lifestyles. And you can email me at rahasia, R-A-H-A-S-Y-A, at USA.com. And um, leave comments, subscribe, do all the other stuff that I'm supposed to be telling you to do all throughout this uh, podcast. And uh, visit PBS Radio. And there's some amazing people on there. James Gillian, he's a, he's a really good guy, too, talking about a lot of things going on from the UFO alien perspective. So for now, I'm signing off, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for your time. I, I hope you really think it's worth it to listen to my podcast. And uh, take care. Much love and peace. Bye.